You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast. You know, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam has given us a dua to make, you know, on a daily basis. Alhamdulillah. Allahumma ja'alni fi aini sagheera. That, oh Allah, in my eyes, make me a humble, simple individual. وَفِي أَعْيُنِ النَّاسِ كَبِيرًا And in the eyes of people, oh Allah, grant me respect. So whenever we come and for the work of deen and spreading the message of Islam, there are four things that we should learn. And alhamdulillah, the radio station, every radio station in its own capacity, mashallah, doing good work, Allah accept the efforts of each one of us. And Allah take it to great heights because we have tried our best as the Ummah to create an Islamic environment. And the message for today is that Allah Ta'ala has rested a great responsibility on our shoulders. And we are going to be held accountable on the day of Qiyamah. As a beautiful saying in Urdu is, Khud Neg Bano. Be good yourself and dusro ko bhi nek banao. And also encourage and help others to be good and pious. So if we really want to spread the message of Islam, then it's very practical. That we need to look at the priorities. If you want the message of Islam to be effective, then we need to learn a few things. Number one, as we say, Sada Nibas means we should dress simply. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, I love the color white and all my sahaba dress in white. That is why the kafan is in white, the ihram is in white, there's purity in it. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said that if we really want to spread the message of Islam, let there be inna al-bazazata min al-iman. That's in simplicity. And this is what is lacking in us. There's so much of name and fame. There's so much of competition. So much of boastfulness that has come into us. That today we're not seeing the barakat. We're not seeing the effect of our good amals. Nevertheless, if we want to be mobalir, we want to be the ambassadors of Islam, then we have to align ourselves one, for my sada libas, to wear simple clothes. Yes, it must be parked, it must be neat, it must be presentable. You know, we have such beautiful buttons. You know, I was reading on the seerah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, that Rasulullah wore clothing that had patches. One, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, when he became the Amirul Mu'mineen, and he fought the Christian and became the victor and walked into Masjid Al-Aqsa. All the dignitaries were waiting to welcome this great personality, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala. And he and his slave both were coming. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, as he came closer, the other Sahaba al-Kiram went up to him and said, Amirul Mu'mineen, you need to dress a little bit more dignified. And Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala was wearing kurtas that had patches. 
Imagine if you went to a function today and the clothing you and I wear have patches on it. We will be absolutely embarrassed. But Hazrat Umar Allah's Surta had, mashallah, patches on it. So the Sahaba Ikram says, maybe you should change your outfit and wear something, inshallah, that will look very much more presentable. Allahu Akbar. Hazrat Umar Ta'ala said, Allah Ta'ala gave us as Muslims respect and dignity because of Islam, not because of clothes and dressing. I will remain as I am. Whatever Allah wills will happen, but I will not change the sunnah of my Habib, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Even the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, some of the clothing that Rasulullah wore had patches. But the point that I was talking earlier on is that the kurta of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had no buttons. It was open. And when we used to study in Pakistan and travel to India, mashallah, in those days, I'm talking about 1975, 1980, they should make such beautiful uh, button holders made out of like gold color with different color chains and different color stones. It looked very elegant, very beautiful to keep the buttons closed in the front. It looked elegant, it looked beautiful. See? But reading the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was so simple that his purtas didn't have any buttons. He used to put a twig, like a matchstick, between the two holes to keep the purta together. Allahu Akbar. That was the simplicity of Rasulullah So sometimes let us emulate the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in our lives. So, if we want to spread the messages of Islam, inshallah, the first thing, it should be our simplicity in our dressing. Number two, sada matan. Have our home simple. Let it be spacious, alhamdulillah. But let it be simple. As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah has kept sa'adat in three things. One is that if Allah has granted you a pious wife, who reminds you of your deen, she conscientizes you of your deen, she's there for you and the children, alhamdulillah, what a great ni'mat. The greatest gift that Allah can give to a man is a pious wife. So Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah has kept goodness, sa'adat in three things, a pious wife, a spacious home, and thirdly, if Allah Ta'ala has given you a good vehicle, it's a sign of goodness from Allah Rabbul So if we also learn to live a simple life, Sada Mata. Thirdly, Sada Ghiza. Let our meals be simple. Uzu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to love Abid Anas radiallahu ta'ala says, one day Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was presented with a dish, a curry, in which it was calabash. Dodi, as you call it, or dudi, you call it. Rasulullah loved this vegetable. In fact, Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala says, Rasulullah was searching for it, and Rasulullah was partaking of it. And from that day onwards, I loved to eat calabash, dodi, or dudi, as you want to call it. So it the dastarkhan of Rasulullah was simple. There was only one dish. On the on the dastar khan of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, 
So let us eat humble, let us eat simple. And Ya Yuhalladina Amanu Kulumina Sayyibati wa Amalu Sadiha. The greatest thing is to eat, eat halal rosy. Whatever you eat, make sure that it comes from halal early. Because Allah will turn that food into noor. Allah will turn it into taqwa for you. And you'll feel the sweetness of iman. You'll feel that you want to do more for yourself and for your Allah and for your ibadah. One of the reasons why our du'as are not being accepted, sometimes the food that we are eating is absolutely doubtful. And fourthly, for my kisada nikah, try to make our nikah simple. Host it in the masjid. Announce it in the masjid. The least amount of expenses incurred in your nikah. Host the nikah on a Friday after Asr. Great sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So in a nutshell, the message is very clear that Allah has placed this amanat upon our shoulders to convey the message of Islam. So Allah is going to hold you and me accountable on the day of Qiyamah. You safeguarded your iman and your family. Did you preach Islam? Did you convey the message of Islam to the other makhluk that Allah has created? Yes, hidayah comes from Allah, but the effort has to come from us. So we have staff, we have maids, we have neighbors, we have friends. It's incumbent upon you and me to at least deliver the message of Islam. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, that Allah Ta'ala grant us humbleness in our efforts. And somebody said it so nicely, and it was Hadrat Luqman al-Hakim who said, Neki karkar darya medalo. Do a good deed and throw it into the sea. If you take a pebble and throw it into the ocean, you won't see it or you won't be able to trace it. Likewise, when you do a good deed, don't talk about it, don't boast about it, don't speak about it. The most important thing is to ask Allah Ta'ala, yet. So whenever you do a good deed, remember the dua of Hadrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiul alim. And lastly, brothers, take five minutes out from your daily and busy schedule that you and I have before we go to bed. Take two minutes, ponder upon the bounties of Allah, think and ponder, and thank Allah for the bounties that He has given you. Like today you woke up in the morning, Allah gave you good health. Allah kept you in safety and in protection. Allah provided the risk and sustenance for you today. You're not starving. So thank Allah, Rabbul Alameen. Two minutes. Just sit on your bed before you go to bed. Thank Allah for the gifts that He's given to you, the bounties that He shared with you. Number two, think of the gunas that you have made. And make tawbah. Because you don't know whether you're going to wake up the next morning. So don't leave this dunya hoping that tomorrow morning I'm going to change and I'm going to read Salat with Tawbah. No. Before you go to bed, read two rakat Salat with Tawbah and ask Allah for forgiveness. So two minutes to thank Allah for the bounties, two minutes to make Tawbah and istighfar for the gunas that we have committed, and one minute to make muraqabah of moth. What happens, O oh Allah, if my death comes now? Oh Allah, am I in the position to meet you? Allah, have I fulfilled the rights of Hukukullah and Hukukul Ibad? Have I paid people who are owing money? Have I made peace 
with people who I've hurt. So think one minute that what happens if death suddenly comes to me now? Am I prepared to meet my Rabb? Am I clear? Is my records clear? So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah. You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast.